Welcome to Insights, a podcast from Haley Marketing built to help you with your recruitment and digital marketing. Whether we're talking about marketing trends or what's working right now for staffing and recruiting firms across North America, we're here to share our insights on how you can stand out, stay top of mind, and sell more. Let's get to the show. What's up? This is Brad Miley, and welcome back to another episode of Insights, the podcast built to help you with your recruitment and digital marketing. As always, I'm joined by Haley Marketing's Director of Recruitment Marketing. He's Matt Lozar. Matt, how are we feeling this week, buddy? We're doing well, Brad. How are you? Be honest, man. I am flying super high. One, we're a little loaded on espresso this morning. Two, it's November, and I've been outside every single day this week. Uh, got out the old de-thatcher, cleaned up the grass a little bit yesterday, got more work to do today. I should not be doing lawn care in November, but I am. It is phenomenal. We're we're getting like bonus days, Matt, and I absolutely love it. Got in a, a nice grass cut over the weekend. That should not happen in the Upper East Coast in November, but Matt, you can't take anything for granted these days, right? You can't. They are bonus days. Love the term. Use it myself. Um, yeah. Yeah. November has been pretty good from a, from a weather standpoint in the Northeast. Are you growing a little Movember mustache? It might be. Okay. You know what it is, man? I... um. I, I got lazy the last couple of weeks. <laughs> My hair's super long. Um, but yeah, we're just, we're just in a, I'm in a thing right now. I'm going through a thing. All right. Well, hopefully yeah. you come out well on the other side. Um, yeah. we both need haircuts. <laughs> in December. Both need haircuts. Yeah. So thankfully this is a podcast and, uh, yeah, that's really about it for me. Yeah. You know, man, I, I, I got a new hat. So why cut the hair? Mm. I've been wearing my hat lately. Uh, I don't really see too many people, uh, unless I'm on zoom calls or whatever, but at that point, does it, does it matter that I have a nice fluffy mustache? I don't think so. Um, so yeah, you know, we're just kind of, uh, I'm going through a thing. All right. I'm going through a thing. Um, we'll get it cleaned up by December. We're going to have a lot of Christmas pictures with the family. So we got to get it cleaned up probably by Thanksgiving. That's talking Brad. Let's get to the show, huh? Yeah, let's go. Let's talk rockstar marketing, buddy. Mm. I want to talk about bare bottom pants. Sure. And uh, when you think about pants, Matt, we had this conversation. You, me, uh, Brad Smith, our chief strategy officer. I, I shot you guys a text the other day. Remember, we were talking about working from home mm. and not knowing what pants to wear. And I was in an absolute situation. And and you know, for the listeners, let's let me let me paint this picture for you. We've worked from home now for what three years. We've been remote Almost. team at Haley. I'm tired of wearing dress pants, right? It's just a, it's a weird look. I feel to be sitting at my kitchen table or in the upstairs office or on the couch, wherever I'm migrating to. Right. I also have a seven month old, you know, crawling around. So being in dress pants is kind of weird for me. I don't want to wear jeans every day. Mm -hmm. Jeans are cool. They're nice. They're, they're, they're nice. Whatever. I absolutely hate wearing sweatpants to work because I, I feel like my productivity is at like 3%. If I'm wearing sweatpants, I just can't work in sweatpants. So I'm talking to Matt and Brad and I was like, listen, We've done this. We're going to continue doing this. I need some pants. Matt, I promise you that day when you said you got to get yourself some joggers mm -hmm. and they're like the Chino style, right? Like they're, they still look like dress pants. They're not yeah. jogger sweatpants or workout pants. The day you said that, bare bottom ad Facebook, right? <laughs> Smacking me dead in the face. And, uh, you know, Matt, what's, what's nuts is I had never heard of bare bottom. Mm. And it's, it's B-E-A-R, right? So let's get that straight. We're not talking bare bottom. We're talking bare bottom. Um, had never heard of them, but I saw the ad. Ton of reviews. I, I feel like everybody in America has a pair of these pants to, based on the number of reviews. Mm. But I think I know why I got the ad. Immediately after hearing from you and Brad that I got to get myself some joggers, what did I do? 
I went over and looked at my friends at bird dogs, right? No free ads, but I'm a big bird dog enthusiast. They're like 120 bucks for a pair of joggers. So I was like, ah, no, thank you. Right. Let's, let's be easy here. Shout out inflation. Right. Thanks a lot. Inflation. So then immediately hit with bare bottoms, Matt, enough talking about pants, unless you want to continue talking about pants. I don't, don't think I guess that's I do. why people came. No, here. that's not why they're here. They are certainly not here to hear about my fashion sense, right? I just told you I haven't shaved in a month. My my facial hair is, is unreal. Uh, I pretty much wear a t-shirt and some sort of jean every single day. Like, you don't want fashion sense from me. But you do probably want PPC and remarketing and targeting advice from Matt and I. So, Matt, talk to us about what's happening behind the scenes here. I looked at a pair of pants on bird dogs website. I start to see ads for bare bottoms. I see ads for Muggsy jeans. I see ads for, um, who else is the other brand there that I've been seeing lately? Viore. Um, that's mm. another reason though. I'll tell you why about them in a second. Tell me, tell, tell our listeners why I might be getting those ads. A couple of things could be going on here. Um, one, they're probably retargeting to you through Facebook, through an interest of Brad follows likes bird dogs. Um, yep. So you can target in Facebook and you can't really do this in employment, which is tough, but mm-hmm. you can kind of do it with different interests, but they're targeting sure. you based on your behavior on your website. You know, you're going, maybe you went to their Facebook page, maybe you went, you know, to their website and then they're, they're building that list. Say, okay, Brad's interested in, in dress pants, sweat, you know, mm-hmm. joggers, whatever it is. And now, yep. um, bare bottoms is, is bidding targeting wants to show advertisements to people like Brad who are looking in the in the purchase phase purchase process of yep. getting yep. some new some new work at home pants so that's what's happening that's one i have another one here but i'll let you respond yeah my thought there you know from an employment standpoint can we not serve ads even if it isn't driving people back to apply can we not just do like awareness ads is that not legal that facebook's not going to let you do that um okay. you're going to have to click that's why we have you on the show a special ad category for employment um, it's also housing or credit, but okay. you could probably try to toe the line, but I am going to sit here and tell you do not toe the line because if you get in the yeah. Facebook jail, um, our teams oh, get out. Our t- our team can get you out a little bit, but it's not like the Monopoly where you got to get out of jail free card. It's it can be okay. very difficult. They could shut you down and don't really care because they're meta and you're just you know a small company, right? What else? I think the other part of this, and you don't know I'm going to say this, is, and this isn't about pants, it's about glasses. The phone could be listening. Yeah, they are. It's because my daughter, she doesn't listen to podcasts. We're going to get her some new glasses, probably some new sunglasses, prescription for whatever, Christmas, birthday. They're all together here, end of the year. Sure. All of a sudden, I'm seeing ads for Jonas Paul on my phone. I 100% yep. did not go to the website. Yep. My wife purchased them. 100% my wife does not have Facebook. Yep. She mentioned them that we yep. were talking about them, whatever. Yeah. My phone heard it. 100% had to yeah. hear it. And I've said that before. There was something else a couple months ago last winter where there was an ad that showed up. I forget what it was. I was talking to a guy at the hockey practice and like two months, two, you know, two hours later, there's an ad there and it was the same thing. So, you know what I've heard that 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 is happening too behind the scenes. So, you talked to a guy at the ice rink and then you saw the ad for the product he was talking about. Mm-hmm. I've heard that sites like Facebook and other social platforms or even display network like Google, I I know Facebook specifically the example that I heard, they're using phone proximity Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and then serving ads based on what somebody else's phone has looked at in the past. So they know that you were at the rink next to Brad for two hours and they're assuming at some point Brad brought those pants up or brought whatever up, right? Pair of headphones, whatever it might be. So then they're going to start showing ads on your phone because those phones were near each other. Mm-hmm. Now, in, in your wife's case, she doesn't have Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know you didn't search for those glasses. No. Yeah, you have you on your settings in your phone, you have opted into having Facebook run a microphone, right? Like it, oh, it's in yeah. your settings. You can shut it off. Um, so yeah, they're listening. You know what's what's listening more? The seven Sysmexa discs mm-hmm. in my house. So Amazon knows everything. If you think your Sysmexa disc that I can't say out loud because it's sitting right next to me is not just casually listening. It, o- it only listens when you say her name. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. <laughs> they know everything. And, and because of that, they know exactly what sort of ads to send you. They know exactly what to, to target you with, man. And, and it's a little scary. You know, it's a lot. And it's actually going to play well into one of our segments coming up here. But um, so what can staffing firms mm-hmm. do, right? You, you alluded that they cannot, you know, Brad Biley looks at a job on indeed Matt staffing firm's website. Sure. What, what can they do from that? They can target interests that were preloaded into Facebook. Some of the ones yep. I like, you know, job hunting job, there might be a job search. It changes every once in a while. Yep. And then I like to combine that. So you can do like an, and, you know, job hunting yep. and manufacturing interests, right? Because you want to, I don't know, a manufacturing page on, Facebook, or I'm sure it's tracking mm-hmm. your website data or whatever. That's a nice combination you can create. So in, in the employment, if you're targeting just based on interests, that you have to you are you are limited to the interests pre-populated by Facebook that you know won't get you in legal trouble. And yep. that's how you can build a nice little persona audience um based on some interest targeting. Then also geography, you can get down to I think 15 miles, I think is the current um Radius, good. Yeah, it's it's good. It's not as great as it used to be when you used to be by zip code, but that's a whole yeah. separate conversation for another show. And that's how you kind of build your best audiences if you're just trying to build a persona, do some interest targeting, then do some ge- geographic targeting. What about targeting a database and targeting a list, right? So knowing that a thousand people applied to a manufacturing role in Q1, we're coming up on Q1 of 2023. Let's assume half of those people might want to look at more jobs in 2023. Can we target based on a list? Can always target based on a list in Facebook. You can do it in Google yeah. too. Sometimes if your account's approved for it, where you export email addresses, upload them into Facebook. And if the email address on the list matches the Facebook email yeah. address, you can build an audience that way. I actually saw, I know some staffing companies are doing this with Career Portal. They literally one of our new programmatic clients. I looked at the bottom of their job postings today and says at the bottom, I don't know if this is legal enough or not. We're not lawyers here on Secret Staffing Sex, but it says if you opt in, insights. you can you um, consent to receiving emails and texts from us. Interesting. That's so a way to build their database. Um, yeah. You can upload that into Facebook. It's like anything. You're, you're reactivating your database. People that may have applied two weeks ago, two months ago, two years ago, and you can show them some advertisements to determine if they're active candidates, if they're passive candidates, and, and just stay top of mind with them and or drive some some um, actions and conversions from that list. Can I target page likes of a different staffing firm? Can I target a list of another staffing firm? Let's say, um, you know, just to paint the better picture here, Matt's staffing firm has 10,000 people that like their page on Facebook and you are an exact direct competitor of Brad's staffing firm in Buffalo, New York. Can I just target your page? I am 95, probably 99% sure you cannot do that. Um, Usually you can target the likes of your page. 
but we need yeah. to bring on uh, the PPT your own likes. Yeah. Yeah. To, uh, to talk about that where yeah. they can, I'd also- love to get, um, Allison or Hannah on, uh, shortly to talk about that and make sure we get the record straight. That would be fun. Phenomenal. I don't right. Think- because your, your, your competitors are spending so much in terms of marketing dollars to grow their own brand. If they're a competitor, man, that's that's the sweet spot right there. Yeah, we'd have to talk, check with them. I feel like I tried to do that before, but it doesn't work. But yeah. Facebook seems <laughs> changes things by the yeah. day and week. So right. um, there are some other changes too that they can get into. All right, man, let's talk about Facebook changing some things, right? They're laying off just about everybody from the top <laughs> floor to the bottom floor, if you think about it. And uh, I, I shared some data in a team chat the other day. Uh, layoffs this month, Twitter, 50% of their workforce, Cameo, 25%, Robinhood, 23%, Intel, 20%, Snapchat, 20%, Coinbase, 18%, uh, Open Door, 18%. I didn't even know Open Door still existed, to be honest with you. Stripe, 14%, Lyft, 13%, mm. Shopify, 10%, and then Meta, it just says thousands of people uh, in this report. Matt, it seems like there's a massive, massive, massive uh, layoff going on in terms of tech in some of these massive organizations. Uh, what do you know about it? Why is this happening and, and what's going on? I mean, Meta, Meta was 13% literally the other day. Um, okay. Profits were down 50%. They have shareholders. Sheesh. Here we go. Yeah. Like that's, <laughs> this is simple math. Um, 50%, man. Are people just not investing ads over into Facebook? I mean, that's got to be it, right? That's, how, that's the number one source of their their revenue, I would think. Um, as the three-minute MBA from our consulting classes with C- co-CEO David Searns would tell us, revenue mm-hmm. minus expense diesel equals profit. So if profit's going down, we got to adjust the R or the E yeah. here. So, um, so that's what's happening. And they're adjusting the E, right? They're cutting people or they're laying people off to to limit the expense in mm-hmm. terms of human capital, right? People yep. um, try to try to level that ship. So it's changes are coming. Obviously, we're not getting the economic side, but interest rates are out of control. Inflation's out of control. And people just aren't making yeah. as much money as companies. So they're going to have tech layoffs and put a lot, heck of a lot of talent into the, the, the candidate pool. And that's exactly where we want to go with this, right? What does that mean for Matt's staffing firm who recruits in the IT or the tech space? It means there's a ton of really, really good, talented individuals that are hitting the labor market right now. And you need to be putting in overtime to make sure that you're getting in front of them at the right time because now is the right time. We're talking super, super talented people mm-hmm. who are probably looking for contract work, who are trying to make sure that they can afford the holidays that are mm-hmm. coming up, right? Real lousy time to lay people off. Um, I mean, I guess when you're, you're talking about losing 50% of your, your profit, you, you got to make a drastic cut, right? And sometimes that impacts people, unfortunately. But this, the, the, the positive side of that, Matt, let's make it a, a good show. Ton of opportunity for the individuals that we're working with in the staffing and recruiting space. So Matt, what, what might um, some people do? How do you get in front of a large, large number of individuals who are being laid off left and right? We got great content. Go back and forth there. Um, yeah try to get your content in front of them. They could be in your database. Sure. Um, could be a really gr- Ooh, good thought. Could already be in your database. If they apply to a job, you know, you could create carefully some wording about, Hey, you know, looking for some new work, or I don't know if you want to say, were you recently laid off because you don't know who's going to receive that email, but mm-hmm. create some content around that of, you know, looking for new work and started 2023. Um, you know, here's some tips for, to get the, the top jobs at some companies you've always wanted to get into. Or there's going to be opportunity out there, so you want to you want to figure out ways who who's still working for that and create some lead magnets, um, content that's going to determine if people are looking for jobs. You know, salary guides are always awesome, yeah, um, for that type of information. So I think what can you do to to find those people and make sure you're hiring? And maybe some of that's also the messaging your company's putting out on social. Hey, you know, other companies are are cutting. 
we're looking to grow. We want to add talent to the bench. So give us a call. Let's let's chat. You did well there, man. I was I was hoping to hop in and have some good uh yeah. honest ads there, but I don't know that I do. I, I I really like the thought of going to the database. Um I don't like the thought of having a social post that says like, hey, did you get laid off from Twitter? Give us a call. Yeah. That that feels kind of ruthless and a little cutthroat, and mm-hmm. I don't like that. But I do like the thought of, hey, if you need a contract assignment this fall or this winter, or if you're, you know, recently lost your job and just want to chat and, and kind of alluding to it, right? Like a roundabout way of getting to it. I like doing that. And and you didn't say to, to get super, super specific on Twitter. I'm just saying well, that. That's why um, you have the messaging part here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like the thought of saying, hey, if you recently lost your job, we're here to help. If you recently were uh, laid off, we're here to help. And leaning into the employer brand that you've already built, right? So individuals should know that you're a leading provider of IT tech roles in your local area or in a remote setting. And if they don't, you need to start building that employer brand. People are going to get laid off all the time, right? This is nothing new. It's going to happen again. It, it, It just happens. So individuals need to know that you are a premier recruiter in the space and you can help them if that were to happen. Now, what I might also say is a lot of these individuals are going to be flocking to sites like LinkedIn. They're going to be flocking to probably sites like Reddit, where uh, th- there might be groups or lists of people that got laid off. Um, I don't know that there's publicly listed, you know, these 50% of people at Twitter got laid off, but you could probably do some research mm-hmm. and see who got cut. Mm-hmm. Um, I know from a Facebook side of things, um, I'm sorry, on the Twitter oh. side of things, it was their verification process. So it was a lot of the verification team that, that lost their jobs. So, okay. Are any of those individuals in, in, enticing to you? Okay, then run a search in LinkedIn, look for job roles that might be specific to that, and it's going to show you a huge list of people who had that role in the past. Let's reach out, let's connect, and we don't have to direct sell right then and there, but let's at least grow our connections list and, and start doing some work, right? Yeah, there could be an open to work probably status you could you could search in there yeah. too. Um, yeah. Here, I'm going to throw one at you. This, you're going to love sure. this. I 100% guarantee. So you just put on your, your social pages, hey, you know, looking for a job. Hey, Let's have coffee. Coffee on bread. Love a good coffee. Starbucks, yeah. send you a $5 gift. Well, maybe it's $10. No, uh, gift Starbucks. card to- uh, Starbucks ain't cheap. Have, have coffee with us and we'll chat whatever you want. You know, 15 minutes, just a little office hours over to Zoom, whatever, or if it's in person yeah. in your market. And I think that'd be a really nice way to connect with people, grow your database if they are looking for work or even if they're not looking for work, chat with them say, hey, got any yeah. pals that, um you know, just got laid off? We can help them. Yeah, and and- I mean, maybe you're placing people in these organizations. You already know who got laid off, right? And those people should be calling you back. They should be reaching out to you. But uh, assuming they didn't, I love a good coffee connect, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I think, um, you know, what makes our industry so great is that we have the opportunity to be human and chat with people and have conversations and talk to people and say, listen, Matt, where are you at now? Okay, you're the director of recruitment marketing. Okay, what's your vision in three years or five years? Like, what what is your next step? Right. So the the individuals who uh, unfortunately probably lost their jobs here, maybe we don't want to put them in a linear path, but what is the next role for them and how can we get them into the next role? Maybe it's reaching out and say, hey, I know you got laid off at Twitter about, uh, you know, and, and you are in this role, right? Well, great, great opportunity for you and, and great time for us to chat because I'm actively sourcing for this role and it's actually going to take your career to a next level. So let's see this as a positive, right? Let's spin this. This isn't a negative. Yeah, it stinks to lose a job, but this positive spin zone on this is we're here to help. We can take your career to new heights. We can do this, this, and this. All it takes is a quick chat and let's have that conversation. Um, 
I, I think we need to just really continue to lean into that map. Yeah, I think the being human part and a little related here, you mentioned Stripe. Um, yeah. Check out, if you haven't seen the email, the leadership sent to the people who were laid off or not laid off, how it was really being human. It sh- explained the mistakes the company made. They yeah. tried to grow something they probably shouldn't have. They mm-hmm. have a really extensive severance package. I think they were getting um, salary till the end of February. But wow. yeah, it was a really awesome email, yeah. probably painful to write, but the transparency of everything, it was making the way around LinkedIn the other day. And I think it shows, you know, yeah, this stinks that we have to lay off whatever the percentage was. You said, Red, 10, 15, 20% of the team at Stripe. But yeah. We know this stinks. We have to do it. Unfortunately, you know, we're here to help you. We gave you some, here's some salary for four months almost. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's a lesson I think we can learn in being human with, with all of this. Full agree. So uh, again, friends, if you're listening and you're thinking, you know, I'm in this space, this is a ton of opportunity. Again, I think now is the time we do some overtime. We work maybe a little extra hours. Not that uh, a lot of our industry is already working extra hours, but you got open job orders. There are a ton of great people that are available right now in that space. And we just need to make sure that we're getting in front of them. We're not hounding them. We're not necessarily reaching out saying, Hey, let's chat, let's chat, let's chat. Let's, you know, let's, let's schedule a talk. Let's schedule a talk, but, uh, continuing to have the right way of going about it, making sure that we're human, making sure that we're personable, making sure that we're, we're really in it for the candidate and in it for, uh, improving lives and improving, um, the individual for sure. Matt, That's our show. And thank you for listening to another episode of Insights. If you found this episode valuable, we would love to know. You can message Matt or Brad on LinkedIn to share your thoughts. Have a question for us? You could tweet us at Haley Marketing and let us know what you're thinking or email info at HaleyMarketing.com. And of course, if you need a hand with your marketing or recruitment marketing initiatives, we would love to help. You can check out HaleyMarketing.com to get in touch with our team of marketing educators. For my podcast partner, Matt Lozar, this is Brad Biley. We'll see you next time.